You're listening to Fair Game with your host, Robert Smith. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Fair Game number 291. I want to welcome you all to the show today. Today's guest joins us from sunny Florida, where she's the new fair manager for the St. Lucie County Fair. Folks, this is Christine Iannotti. Welcome to the show, Christine. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I, I understand you recently took over at the St. Lucie County Fair. Tell us about that. I did. I pinch myself every day. I started working for the St. Lucie County Fair Association in December of 2019. So I'm just ecstatic that I'm here and thank you for having me on the show. Well, I'm really glad you could be here. You know, you're the fair manager that you're taking over for, Jeannie Keaton, absolutely beloved within the industry. You keep in contact with her now? Has she is she like retired and she's like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna yacht in the Caribbean. I'm out of here. Or she's is she still is she still nearby? No, she's here. She was here the whole fair. I think the only day that she wasn't here um, was Saturday. And that's because we had some rainy weather. It was a little on the cool side. We had to close the gate for a couple of hours because it was just raining hard. But um, she didn't come. And then one night she called me and said, I'm going home because I can. Ha ha ha. See you later. (laughs) But no, she's been, she's been here. She's a great resource. She is my lifeline, you know? Yeah. She's, she's really a neat lady. Um, The support that she's given the Florida Federation and that fair over the years, unbelievable. So um, we wish her very well in retirement and, and all the success in the world with her retirement. But on to the fair, can you give us some background on the fair? When does St. Lucie run? What's the attendance look like? So we're always uh, the last Saturday of February. So 2022 is February, I'm sorry, yeah, Friday, February 25th through Saturday, March 6th. So um, this year our attendance was was down and we knew that was going to happen. But um, generally we have between 110, 140,000 people through the gate and it's a 10 day fair. So that's pretty good. No, I think especially when you're, you know, you're technically, I guess, in, in Fort Pierce, but you're, you're inland. You're not right out on the, on the water. You're several miles inland. So it is a little bit of a hike for the local community to get back there to you, but I know having worked there a number of years ago with the Condor Fortune Machine, that community turns out for that fair. Yeah, they do. We have we have a great community. St. Lucie County, I've lived here for 16 years, and it's just it's a big community, but it's really small at the same time. There's a lot of great community partners here, a lot. And you know, very wonderful 4-H and FFA and livestock program. We have a fantastic, the, the whole fair, all the volunteers, everything. I, it's, I'm just super blessed to be here. So how long have you been involved with fairs? Uh-huh. Well, if you count myself in the community building here for two years, two years? Yeah, two years prior. And then 2019, I got hired. So I, I did the fair in the community building for the nonprofit that I worked for. 2019 and 2018 so you were very very new to this oh yeah yeah yep that's why when you asked me if I wanted to be on the show I was like uh okay yeah (laughs) but I have to say 
Huh? We welcome any and all on the show. Well, thank you. It appears that way. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look um, at some of the entertainers we bring out. I mean, they let anybody on this show. Yeah, looking this is you, true. <laughs> looking, looking at you, Steve Trash. Looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the whole fair family, and it really is a fair family. This is the best job I've ever had in my life, and it makes me teary. But all of the people that are involved here in this community and all over, I mean, I have opened up dialogues with people all over the United States and it's great. And it's, it's kind of one of those things where, where we're just friends, you yeah. know? Yeah. Friends it's, it's, and you know, It's a family it's, that definitely works together on a lot of things. I'm curious, what did you do prior to coming into the fair industry? <sighs> sales, marketing, and um, business development. Got it. So that that probably primes you for a pretty good background to be able to come into this industry then because that's a lot of yeah. what you're doing at, at and its it, core is developing that organization um, to be a you know, larger, more financially successful fair. Right. And I didn't say events. I, I've done a lot of events in my life. <laughs> but, right. you know, an event to me is just fun. I mean, and that's what the fair was. The fair was just fun, you know? It, it is. We have a lot of fun um, out here at the fair, although the <laughs> last year hasn't been a whole lot of that. I uh, know. Let's, let's look back real briefly at 2020. That was last year's fair in 20 was kind of your, as I understood it from talking before the show, that was kind of a transition fair. Jeannie had announced her retirement. You were hired. She was still there you were coming in so you were both there for 2020 you're and as i recall the schedule you're right on the edge of things as covid start to started to come across the country did you get your 2020 fair in oh yeah we got our 2020 fair in and i had no idea what was going on <laughs> coolest it was because you if you were the last week of february that would have meant you would have closed on or about what like march 4th 5th 6th something like that for last it year. was February 28th, I think, through March 5th. Yeah, because yeah. the um, the last the last Saturday was when we moved the clocks ahead, right? Yeah, 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 I think yeah. so. So, yeah. but it, it was all, all hell broke loose there on March 11th. So you got it in right under the wire before everything started closing. You get the fair in, uh, you know, you had a successful run with it. But then you start looking around and your colleagues all across the state start losing their fares. Tasha has to close it up here in Clay County. Stacy has to shut down. I mean, I feel I'm heartbroken for Miami and, and Vero and several Sarasota, three fairs that were within right. like one hour or 30 minutes of opening. And County Health said, you're done. Shut it down. Yeah. What are you feeling as all of this starts to come down? Blessed. You know, I keep saying that word, but it's true. It, it's true. And when I say I had no idea what was going on, I move a, into a trailer here for the last two years for two weeks. And I don't know what's going on in the rest of the world. It's just the fair, <laughs> sure. um, which I know a lot of people can relate to. You know, the last Sunday was a little bit down, but we just kind of thought it was because, you know, spring ahead and um, I we weren't really sure what happened. And then all of a sudden, all of this COVID, you know, comes out and we're going, huh, what, what is that? What are you talking about? What do you mean there's a virus? Yeah. So we were just, you know, again, super blessed. We had a great fair. 
it was great last year. And then all of a sudden, you know, we, um, we had one small pickup for our youth livestock on St. Patrick's day and we closed the office and went home. Wow. And just and watched everybody, you know, closing all over the place. And it was really sad to see. It's very sad. I, it, you know, it, it's heartbreaking for me for some of these, these fairs like Miami that were so close to opening minutes, mm -hmm. the, the Ferris wheel, the lights are on the, you know, the music's playing, the, the yeah. turkey legs are on the grill. They're ready to go. And the losses that I, I've talked to a couple of vendors and the losses that just stacked up because like, you can't do anything with that food. I mean, oh, I a lot of them, um, uh, Dominic Palmieri, who's out with RCS, um, runs like he's running with like Houston and OC fair and, uh, and some of those big ones. He said when Houston canceled, they were there, they were, I forget how many days in ten, eight days, 10 days in when, and it's like a 23 day event. They were on pace for absolute record crushing year. And then everything just they, like that, a light switch went off and they were closed and yeah. they tried to, they, they took food that they could take to local food pantries to try and make sure it wasn't, didn't go to waste, but they still paid for it. You know, they still lost all of that money is still out the window and it was, it's so heartbreaking um, but now we're on a, a little bit more positive. We're now 13 yes. months removed yeah. from all hell breaking loose. Um, <laughs> I know we got to see you up here in Clay County a few days ago, Tasha Hyder, absolutely crushing yeah. the Clay County fair this year, like attendance records on the daily people are ready to come out, um, and, and be social again. Was this your first time up at the Clay County fair? It was, it What'd was. And it? I, What'd you think? Oh my gosh. I loved everything about it. I took so many pictures. I told her, I said, I'm stealing a whole bunch of your ideas. <laughs> you should steal all of them. She's got, there's yeah. some really good things she's got going on here. This is yeah. my first time down here also. You know, I don't have my attractions here, but, but Kyle Palmer called me up at, a month ago and said, Hey, I need some help down in Florida. Are you available? And I was like, yes, get me out of New Mexico. I will <laughs> happily leave my state for a little bit and get some sunshine. Um, this fair is amazing. I, I told my wife, I said, it almost feels for a lot of years, fairs have debated on their, their layouts, making like the cogwheel kind of layout the way the magic kingdom is the way a lot of the theme parks use where you have like a central hub and then it goes out from there that might work for a fair, but it doesn't necessarily work for fairgrounds year round. And so most of them don't set up that way. And yes, right. Pasha's kind of feels like that because literally your fairground is like is shaped like a T. You walk down, you've got the bottom of the T, you've got all your barns, you walk up that main street, yeah, you've got yeah. all your independent vendors. And then if it, at the top of the T, you have your expo halls. If you go right, you've got your entertainment area. If you go left, you've got your carnival. It was the first time that I've been in an area where like each area <clears throat> has its has one in and out there's you go into the e zone where all the entertainers are you can make a loop around there there's plenty of food places to hang out things to see and do and you walk out the way you came in which i just find really interesting the traffic flow is really amazing um it's just it's so much good stuff they've got going on and they were telling me that just a few years ago that e zone they jokingly referred to it as the dead zone because they mm -hmm. couldn't pay people to go into it and now that place is packed so yeah Hats off to Bob and Tasha and everybody that's that's 
on the board that's put this area together. It looks fabulous. What was your favorite part of the fair? My favorite part. That's really hard. <laughs> it is. Um, but I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> oh my gosh. There were so many things. I loved their ticket booths. <laughs> as silly as that might sound, but just the presentation of walking up and seeing their ticket booths and the pink cowboy and just all of that energy going on at the front gate. I just loved it. That pink cowboy is Dennis <laughs> Lee. Have yes, you met Dennis Lee? Do you know Dennis Lee? I have not officially met him and I didn't want to just walk up and go, Hey, how you doing? Which I should have. That's you normally have my should. role. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what, if you did not get a chance to meet Dennis Lee here at Clay County, you will absolutely get the chance to meet him at Federation next month. That man okay. is a legend, a staple within Florida Federation. And he's one of the kindest people you could ever want to meet. So you should definitely okay. just walk up to him and be like, Dennis Lee, Robert Smith said, I needed to meet you. He's such a good guy. <laughs> and really I will, is. I will do that. <laughs> and I don't know. I, you know, I don't know why I didn't, but I was really just trying to look at everything and, you know, with all of our COVID plan that we did and her COVID plan. And I was like, Oh yeah, we should have thought about that. Oh yeah. That would have been a good idea. You know, but we, we had much more restrictions on our property than, you know, they have no mask, you right. know, well, and that's, that kind of thing, you know, so. we should, we should talk about that. Cause in the middle of all this, you had your 2021 fair also, you just, mm -hmm. you just wrapped it up the beginning of March. Um, how did that go? It went well. Um, we had a mask mandate until the other day, they just lifted it, which we were all going, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, no, is that a, is that a County thing in, yes. in Florida? So yep. it's County by County. They said yes. that. Okay. Yes. So we're part of the treasure coast of Florida. So we're in the middle of Vero of Indian river County and Martin County. Yep. So neither one of them had a mask mandate, but we did. So I don't know if that had anything to do with our attendance being a little bit down or not. That was hard. It was hard to make people wear a mask because, you know, they're eating, they're drinking, they're talking, they're, you know, smoking a cigarette we saw this one person that had a hole in her mask and she was smoking through her mask and i thought what are you doing <laughs> that was the funniest thing that i her, saw she's gonna light her face on fire yeah that's what i thought but that was that was the strangest thing that i saw at the fair you know <laughs> so you were required to you were required to have masks in place what other mitigation strategies did you have signage you have more hand sanitizer wash oh stations, things like that yeah, as a matter of fact, we probably had 50 mobile hand sanitizers that we let Wayne Howard borrow in Indian River. So um, then we had all of the hand sanitizers attached to all of the permanent buildings that we had. We had plexiglass in front of everyone. I bought a whole bunch of face shields, the ones that said face shield at the top of the, at the top. Nobody wanted to wear those. I don't know why. Right. Um, I, I had some masks branded with our logo and everything on there. So I gave those all out. We gave out masks. Um, I don't know if you, do you know, Michaela from Sapphire? I sure do. Michaela sat at the front gate after I got us, I got a, we don't have a PSA. So I, I got a, you know, just a speaker and a microphone and I said, all right, I need somebody to tell everyone that they need to social distance. They need to wash their hands and you know, all of the, all the needs and all the wants and wear your mask. So Michaela sat up there in the golf cart every day for, I don't know, however long she, 
she was up there for. And a lot of the time when we had some big crowds just to tell everybody what to do, but she was telling farm jokes, which was hilarious. <laughs> it was, to, it, it was perfect. She went above and beyond. Thank you, Michaela. <laughs> Michaela, you're amazing. She yeah, is. We, we dig Michaela. That team at Sapphire is pretty fabulous. The, the stuff yeah. they put together. Um, you know, we talk about mitigation strategies. So many fairs that I've had on the on the podcast are watching all of you down here in Florida very closely because they're going to take your results and, and your strategies and, and apply many of them to their fairs in order to be able to be open in July, August, and September. Right. I think from what I've seen so far, the numbers are actually, even though statewide, the case count at present, the beginning of April, seems to be increasing for the state of Florida. I, I don't think, I still, still don't believe it's just because of events because we're not seeing it in the immediate two weeks after any of our events. Mm-hmm. So it's coming from someplace else. I think it's all the people that are moving here. <laughs> I think they, they brought are. it with them. <laughs> it's all, you know, we joke about all those California um, folks coming to Texas and Florida or the New Yorkers coming down to Florida. And it's like, come on down, but please don't vote the way you do back home. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Please don't, please don't California the tech. That's what their their thing in Texas is, is don't California my Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. I, I, don't, don't New York, Florida, you know. It, like, Florida, yeah, this Florida. is true. So um, speaking of your fair, what are the must-sees? This is, you know, this was your first year running solo. It was your fair. What are the must-sees at your fair? You know, we always have things changing as far as grounds acts or entertainment or things like that. But you know, the must-sees are the kids and their animals. The small animal barn is full of all different kinds of animals. The horse shows, you know, I have to say the rodeo and the demolition derby. Those are huge. Everybody comes for them. Um, but really, it's, you know, it's it, why we're here is about the kids, about the 4-H and the FFA and the open shows that, you know, some of us have. We just have one open or two open shows the beef breeding and the um, goat shows, but it's really, you know, come and talk to the kids, come and have a conversation with them about their animals. That's why we're here and everything else is just, you know, gravy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it really is a fantastic fair that you guys have down there. I enjoyed working it several years ago. The folks in St. Lucie County are, are really kind. Um, You know, the kids are wonderful. So you really got a You got a good thing going on down there it's it's obviously fair management's a brand new thing to you um and you had a it was kind of a rocky start because covid got going in there and and things kind of got thrown off but i'm curious if there's anything that you know now two years in as a fair manager that would have been helpful to know when you first started i didn't i mean i know how i know how wonderful and open and nice our board is but i didn't realize that it was all over and how many resources you we actually have we us as a as a fair family um i am doing my ifm certification and you know i'm i'm looking and getting more resources but i wish that i would have dug deeper into that as soon as i started although when when i came in for my interview and knew that i was coming in and then I was going to be hired in November, I asked Jeannie, I said, okay, you know, how do I, how do I get a certification? What, like, what's the school that you go to, to be a fair <laughs> manager? I was like, point me in the right direction. And she just kind of giggled at me 
And then, you know, I started digging around and I found IAFE and I found, um, I'm going to screw it up. I think it's FFEA, Florida, Florida Festival. Florida Festival. Yeah, Suzanne. Yeah. I, I don't know what her name is, but yeah, that's Suzanne. on my list to join. Yep. You know, she's, ter- she's terrific. Great organization to be part of. Well, I, I like to learn. So whatever I can learn and whatever I can ask, I was blessed to actually, I went to the, um, uh, the summer workshop oh, cool. in September of last year. And I got to sit with Marla Calico and pick her brain. And I said, okay, you know, take me on a tour. If you could go to, you know, which fairs would you go to? Where, where do you think I should go? And she gave me a list. So I'm trying to map it out so I can go to those fairs. Which fairs were on that list? One of them was the big E, of yeah. course. Um, I would have, I would have to look at my list. My, my, I'm originally from upstate New York. So okay. I want to go home and I've really just been, my father's going to be a hundred in December. So wow. that's yeah. amazing. So some of, some of them are not, are not in my way. Like she's, she went out West. She took me out West, which is great. So I kind of banked that. So I really, you know, but one of, one of them was the biggie and I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it there or not. Yeah. But my goal one, is, to I've go home and see my father. So Yeah, for sure. I've asked a lot of people what, you know, what, a fair that you haven't been to, but you'd like to see. And the Big E comes up a lot. I've never been. I don't, I could be living oh. out west. I don't really get into the Northeast like that, but right. I, hear, I hear it's a fantastic fair. Now, where you said upstate New York, where's your father located? Right outside of Albany. Okay. So the Altamont Fair is the one that I went to as a kid which okay. is a small ag fair and they didn't, they didn't go last year and I'm not so sure they're going to go this year. Hmm. So Virginia, far, Virginia how, state was also the other one that is yeah, sticking how out. How far are you from, um, from Hamburg up there in New York and Albany? It's a good hike. Is it all the way across <laughs> yeah. the state. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had Jessica Underberg on the show and she that fair i've always heard great things about erie county i've heard fabulous yeah. i've never gotten to go there's one of these years i just need to figure out i need to get with with five or six fairs up there and be like yo we got to put a route together like <laughs> and work work out an arrangement the deal that works for everybody because i would love to see some of these fairs up in the northeast but it's just never it's so far out of my way you know i can't jump from texas to into new york or new hampshire or massachusetts it doesn't make sense right. to do that. we should do that we should rent like a trail does trailway still around or greyhound we should rent a bus and get a bunch of fair people on it and then we can do the fair circuit how cool would that be that i'm down with it <clears throat> you, let's do you, it yeah let's do that so <laughs> if you're gonna go with the uh the the robert and christine show up to uh up to you know New England. Let us know. We're we're taking yeah. Let's, taking I, now. <laughs> I think we're on to something. We could get a bus driver. We could go. That would be so cool. It would be like a fair tour. Why can all these rock stars do that? We could get somebody to sponsor that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I'm gonna make we're that gonna, happen. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do it. It's a done deal. We're gonna do it. So um. Are we going to see you next month at Federation? You're going to be there for the Florida yes. Convention? Yep. I will be there on Wednesday morning. 
Only Wednesday morning? You're not coming for the whole thing? No, no, no. I'm I'm going to the whole thing. I'm going to be there Wednesday morning, and then I'm going to leave Sunday morning. Oh, got it. So you're in, You're saying yeah. you're in right away Wednesday morning. Okay, cool. I was yeah. like, you're only coming Wednesday? That's yeah. so sad. And Jeannie's yeah. going, too. She's going over on Tuesday. We oh, have, good. Oh, good. I'm so we glad have I'm going to get to see her. I think we have 11 people going from St. Lucie County. That's amazing. I, that I'm trying to figure out how exactly anybody from West Palm Beach is going to make it because... You know, they had to yeah. change dates. And so they're running concurrently with the convention. And I don't think we're going to be seeing uh, Vicky or Teresa or, or anybody coming over this year. And, and rightly so. They need to focus on that fair and making mm-hmm. sure they, they they do what they need to do to stay, um, you know, to stay profitable. Because for some fairs that, you know, that, clo- of course, they didn't close. They got theirs in in 2020. But right. my real worry was for some of these smaller fairs that had to close in twenty that are now also closing in 21 that's like how long can they survive you know at some point you got to get your non-fair event rentals and all that going again so mm-hmm. it's kind of a hold think, your breath time right a lot of a lot of the fairs that were here they worked with um with the kids and got the kids animals you know their projects their market animals they yep. they they did that so i you know we don't make any money off of that. So I don't know if anyone else is structured where they make money, but I hope that they got a little bit of something to pay, you know, for that auction online or, you know, whatever it was to keep, to keep going so they can get to the next fair. Absolutely. Um, I am curious through this whole process of this pandemic, have you learned anything about yourself? I'm okay by myself. <laughs> and that's always, that's, and we talked about that. Cause you said the reason why you did this was because you were super lonely and you I needed to talk to people. Last fall. I have, I'm the youngest of eight kids. I've always been around people, but I've realized that I can, I can be by myself and I'm okay with that. And I like to be by myself. So I'm, I love to be around people, but I also am, I'm all right by myself. And that was a, that was a struggle for me. So I, I'm, I learned that I can be alone and I can handle it. (laughs) I think that's a struggle for a lot of people. And I think it's a really powerful thing for you to be able to say, I'm comfortable by myself. Mm -hmm. That's not always easy. It, you know, for me, someone who's very extroverted, I mean, I I was very lucky. I felt like dealing with the pandemic because, you know, I'm married, I have a son, we got two dogs, like we were all together and we were all okay. I worried about some of my friends in the industry who I know thrive on being in front of a crowd and mm-hmm. that's as entertainers, that's what they, they live for, but they're, you know, they're single. They, they're more of, um, I don't want to say vagabond, but a little more of the vagabond lifestyle <laughs> kind of travel where right. they need to travel and set up and do their show. And, you know, I worried, I've worried a lot through all this and, and I don't think we're out of the woods yet. Like, Ohio State Fair just yesterday announced their cancellation that they're going to do. Oh, they like, did. Yep, they're going to do their mm-hmm. their so fair and entertainment are done. They're going to do some. They're putting their livestock show together. Um, but I worry when you still have large fairs like that that are pulling the plug. Um, honestly, once once Disneyland announced that they could open April thirtieth in California, gave them the green light. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, we're really getting past this now because now California's getting on board. And more of their fairs are going to happen. I was really surprised that Ohio canceled. Quite frankly, that one caught me by surprise. Yeah, that's a shame. It's a you know, it's a big responsibility. It's a it's heavy to 
you know, you worry about people's safety for any event yep. everywhere, whether you're attending or you're putting the event on, but to have something else that's thrown on top of you, it, you know, it would, it kept, it, I was awake many a nights, <laughs> um, but you just kind of, you know, you work through it. And I kind of feel like, you know, we got hit with the, um, uh, what is it? I'm having a, I'm having a, an old person <laughs> moment with, you know, with the animals, what is it where if you touch the animals and you get sick, Oh, it's like H1N1 or, or E. coli. Yeah, with all, or... E. coli. Thank yeah. you. So, we, yeah, yeah. you know, we had all of our wash your hands, you know, all oh. the hand sanitizers pretty much everywhere anyway. So it just seemed like it was on a grander scale for COVID. That's exactly. We've talked about that over and over on the show. It That it's such a shame that our industry got, we took such a brunt hit on this. Because right. if you look at all the industries that were impacted by COVID, and it's across the board, we were probably one of the most prepared industries to actually deal with it because we had dealt with H1, H1N1, we've dealt with E. coli outbreaks, we've dealt with avian flu and all these types of things where literally all we did was add some extra signs, ask people to wear a mask, and scaled our response. We have more sanitizer, more washing stations. That's it. Like. Right. We were already ready for it. We just needed mm -hmm. to scale up and we got, right. and we were still shut down and, and had the plug pulled on our entire industry, which to this day just completely galls me that that's how it went. But we're here. Right. It's 21 now where things are starting to open. Things are starting to look up. You got your fair. Tosh has had an absolutely amazing fair. Yeah. Um, and we've, we're heading into Florida Federation convention uh, in just about a month from now. So twenty mm -hmm. yep. 21 is finally starting to look up. Uh, listen, I'm yes. super glad you could be on the show. Before we go, everyone who comes on the show goes through a little series of speed round questions. So I'm going to uh -oh. ask you, oh, <laughs> you gave me the look that everybody else gets. Can I like, cheat? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to ask you six Can I call Jeannie? <laughs> yes, call, get Jeannie on the phone. Let's figure this out. So I'm going to uh. ask six quick questions and you give me your best response. These are the hardest questions of the show. Christine, are you ready? Maybe. Yes. But question ready. number one. Corn dog or funnel cake? Funnel cake. Favorite ride at the fair? Um, the Music Express. A movie is made about your life. Which actress plays you? Um, Charlize Theron. Wow, going for it right there. <laughs> On an, uh, when you fly in an airplane, do you prefer window seat or aisle seat? Window. And if you could take that airplane anywhere in the world, where would you travel to? Today? Right now? Yeah, right now. Money's Ireland. no issue. You go to Ireland? <sighs> oh, that's so bad because I really want to see my dad. Can I go we get my dad and we go to Ireland? Hell yes, you can. He's <laughs> going to be 100 years old. You can go anywhere okay. you want. All right. So I would go get my dad and we would go to Ireland. Perfect. And last question. Who was your first celebrity crush? <sighs> oh, my gosh. My first celebrity crush. Um, or current celebrity crush. Let's not make it difficult. I don't really have one, honestly. Fair enough. Fair I enough. guess, you know who it would be? It would True. be Eddie Van Halen. 
Oh, there you go. That's creative. I dig it. I, but I don't think of him as a select. I don't know. I don't really have that for oh, anyone. Totally. But yeah, totally. No, he's. he's yeah, I would definitely hang out with him. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Maybe that's how I should change. Instead of first celebrity crush, it should be like if you could have a drink of beer with any any famous person, who would it be? That's what the that's what the question's yeah. going to become now. Maybe that's a better way. Sorry. To do it. <laughs> no, perfect. <laughs> you just made the show better. We take it. Uh, Christine, listen, uh, if folks want to learn more about the St. Lucie County Fair, where can they do that? Go to stlucycountyfair.org. It's S-T-L-U-C-I-E-C-O-U-N-T-Y-F-A-I-R.org. stlucycountyfair.org. Christine Iannotti, Fair Manager for the St. Lucie County Fair in Florida. Thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure and I will see you next month. You've been listening to the Fair Game Podcast. Fair Game is a production of Robert Smith Presents. For more information, please visit robertsmithpresents.com.